0: I'm Mark Dix, and you're listening to Line Noise. On the occasion of the Mutex sponsored Isotope Showcase at Abyssadoresdale, we sit down with DJ and promoter Vinan, An, plus the veterans of ambient electronic music, set to perform tonight together for the first time Deep Chord and Chi Factory. Everyone, welcome to RPS. Um, thanks so much for making the time to, to talk to us. Really appreciate it. So, um, I, first of all, I should say who I'm sitting with. So, uh, I have Rod, who's uh, AKA one of many AKAs, is DeepCord. Right, hello. Hello. Um, and I also have sitting next to me um, Hanyo. Um, he is also known as Chi or Chi Factory. Chi Factory, yeah. Okay. Um, and I have Van An. Um, she's kind of the glue that's making this happen today welcome thank you um, first time in Barcelona yes for me yes. oh really
1: yeah okay, yeah,
2: yeah. okay. Uh, I've been here quite a few times over the last 10 years or 12 years uh, and how about Sonar have you experienced Sonar uh, before? yeah I played in Sonar actually in uh, 2008 I think as echo space okay you know and uh, it was a lot of fun great festival
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's many other events that are taking part around that's Sonar. My, that's
2: my favorite part about Sonar, actually. Oh, it is? Yeah. Like, when I've been to Sonar, I, I didn't experience much music. I got caught up in the audiovisual installations and, you know, uh, the art museum part of it.
0: Is our show part of Sonar? Um, well, there's Sonar, which is um, you pay the to, the to get into the main yeah. event, I suppose. Then there's Off Sonar, which is kind of the... The parties that take place all, all through the week, and then there's off parties which aren't allowed to use the sonar term. Um, and this is us. Uh, <laughs> no, but we're, mo- we're, mootek. We're, yeah. we're we're Mutech. Yeah. We're we're like a we're the like mootek a, clan. yeah. We're mute mo- That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe Van can explain how this came together.
1: Um. Well. It it actually started uh, me meeting, well, I was introduced by um, a Chi record, um, I think two or three years ago. The first one on Astro Industries, the original by my uh, boyfriend, he gave me the record and I was just blown away. And there was this little encryption inside that um, um, told about the music, that it was made in 1980s in a farm, it was close to Rotterdam. um, I looked them up and I think very quickly after we were in contact with Hanyo, and as you can see he's very like, social and chatable, so <laughs> very soon we came to meet each other and I, I invited him to um, play at a place, uh, Mono, where I was hosting um, yeah, conscious listening sessions and uh, he said one time um, that he wanted to play with uh, At Sunset and that was actually one of my dreams to do so from that point I was looking Um, for places yeah the best shows ever at
3: sunset (laughs) yeah at sunset that's what you
1: said yeah so I was searching for that and then um, yeah this year he said would you like to do something with deep course like uh, would you like to (laughs) yeah (laughs) and yeah so one we started one in uh, in Holland of course and then obviously and obviously is to do one in London with Ario Astro Industries who's actually the one who glued us all together and from um, yeah one came the other so we're doing now one here as well and uh, in
0: Brussels all oh, right uh, you'll be looking forward to it then. and um, you're a DJ as well as a promoter and your your the crew is Isotope
1: correct yeah mm-hmm. she's yeah. a very
3: good DJ by
0: the way okay well and yeah. um, we'll be able to I see lo- at 8, 8 her p.m. Playing. tonight <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. Um, so the, the the recordings that you're referring to, um, Van, uh, is, the, is a cassette that came out, which was called Chi, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that came out in 1986, self-produced on cassettes. Yeah. And you just mentioned before that you were making thousands of these things.
3: At least five, six thousand. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay.
3: For those days, it was, and if you have ten cassette players to copy them. Imagine how, how much time it takes to make a thousand.
0: Very <laughs> much a labor of love, a labor of love. And was it recognized? Was your work recognized at the time? Ah, we played,
3: let's say, a main stage Paradiso and we had 30 uh, crazy people only in the audience. Poets, uh, drunk, and, uh, philosophers and some punks. And they loved it. But it's and We played great festivals, mm-hmm. but everybody walked away.
0: you've got a lot more recognition in the last few years That's because uh, of this guy okay uh-huh. okay yeah. tell me how know. that tell me how that works he got us on track well
2: <laughs> I, f- I found the original recordings in early 90s and uh it immediately became one of my favorite cds of all time and it still is today in fact I've, i bought more copies of it because i was afraid that something would happen to the original one but uh you know same uh, here uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, ario uh was listening to a mix I did of some of my favorite music and I had a piece of that in there and he had called me up or emailed me and said, you know, what is it from this time to this time? And it was something from original recordings, you know, and I told him and, and that kind of put the whole machine in motion, I guess, where he tracked down Hanyo and, uh, you know, found out who, who was behind this music. But it's one of my favorite favorite
3: pieces of recorded music of all It's Rot and Ario, Joining Forces. Yeah. Yeah. And then this Ario sends me this email, so sweet, so humble, so not music industry. No. Like, uh, just simply, I love your music. It would be honored. It's a very small label. I would be so honored if you would work with me. And I was just uh, discussing with uh, Apollo and Mm. some other companies that also wanted to. And I decided instantly... For this guy are right and he knows him too uh, he absolutely. knows him too sure. yeah, we all wonderful. know why this guy is a yeah. love man yeah he's a wonderful guy
2: yeah I, I, I haven't met many people like that if anybody in this music industry he just you know he's he's about the music first you know not not uh you know the money or whatever he just wants to put out good music and uh he stands behind it he should it. make a lot of money with he this. should uh, yeah i hope he will that's well, great passion
3: Oh, Lord. Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's time He's to get gospel. Pressure. Time to get a bit gospel in here. Um, Let's do it. One thing I think is, is a bit, kind of special about this interview is that you guys just met personally five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you decide, uh, you know, you've messaging been messaging right. and emails and things like that. But in person, yeah, first time. Okay, and it's an honor for me. I, I've, this guy's work is amazing. I mean, everything.
3: I I found his uh, album Red Lantern amazing mm-hmm. that he put out on Astral Industries.
0: Do you consider yourselves um, peers? You know, for like from the same family of artists from the same genre.
3: Uh, we come together somewhere, so I
0: don't know.
1: Yeah. Kanyeo like, uh, doesn't fit in Maybe the genre. M- I think. <laughs> That's what I was
2: gonna say. Maybe
3: <laughs> there's who else is in that genre, you know? But anyway, know. Uh, you know, I mean. found his red letters. Okay. And I, sh- I said, Ario, I want to remix it. And Ario said, Yeah, yeah, don't bother because uh, Rod never approved the remix to, uh, until now. I said, I don't care. I'll sample from YouTube. That's true. And I started working on YouTube That's samples, true. and I made the mix. I That's sent true. it for his Facebook and he didn't respond for three months. I was thinking. Right? Now, yeah. yeah no, I not know. So I was thinking okay. I loved it. And then after three months he said somehow this was in my spam <laughs> oh, okay. on Facebook okay. because okay. we are not
2: friends. Okay. But I oh, love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I did love it. I I still do love it. It's fantastic <laughs> yeah. and it is the only uh, deep chord remix I think.
0: Yeah. I, I think uh, so we are
2: connected
3: by music.
0: Absolutely. There's a Venn diagram and there's a lot of uh, space in the middle I think where it where it overlaps. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about sampling from YouTube. I mean, maybe some people could get a bit snooty uh, About the, the quality of sound that you could that you could rip from YouTube.
3: I don't care I mean, I liked it I mean as long as you put the perspective of, uh, of different sounds together if you're very rich The problem with me of electronic music is that it's too hi-fi, too bright, too space too overwhelming and sometimes you need these little Broken, uh, lo-fi, you know, stuff that you can relate to as a, as a listener. And people, I think, uh, they even love it. I mean, Porter said was great of doing this this kind of shit, you know. And uh, I think I, I like it. But I love, of course, uh, great sound, high quality. And mixing them together. Mm-hmm. And Rod totally agreed when I told him this.
0: Um, Rod, mm-hmm. you've mentioned that it's uh, a DJ or a performer's got mm, quite a lot of responsibility when it comes to um, what you're actually aiming. You know, the frequencies, the the, oh, yeah. the volume that you're that you're aiming at your audience. Um, I, I see that this maybe. I mean, this it's hard to make records that with dynamics if the other guy's record or the other right. girl's record is just louder. It's true, um, yeah. So, I mean, is, well, how is I, it possible to, to regain a little bit of dynamism in productions? I think
2: we almost have to go back to like 70s, uh, but I don't think it'll ever happen. It's just louder, louder, and you know, harder, and more compressed, and more limited now, and that's the way things are, I guess. I don't know if you can go backwards or not, but uh, it's kind of lost its subtleties you know uh you know anyways i was in some clubs in berlin this was a few years ago now and uh it was just so brutal i had to leave and uh i I mean i spent five minutes in there and left because it was just so harsh what they're what they're shooting at people in these huge sound systems nowadays you know it's really bad for your nervous system it really is i i i did some records with this uh, guy from california michael mantra who had recently passed away and he taught me a lot about this you know he was very much into like soft noise and nothing harsh and you know when i first started working with him he kind of kicked back everything i did and said too harsh too harsh you know? <laughs> and i said i said uh-huh. you know god i don't know if i can handle this guy you know but i did i i, I went through the learning curve and took took his suggestions and you know a year later i understood the soft noise sort of thing but I just think it's just getting so brutal now. These sound systems. So everybody's trying to uh, incorporate, you know, a bigger sound system and louder and more powerful. You know, I I told a sound engineer once at a place I was playing in Berlin. Uh, you know god you know this is this is hard harsh man and he says yeah he was he was proud he says last year a bunch of people left here with their ears bleeding (laughs) wow and he was proud of that and i said well people wearing earplugs that's my point technicians earplugs earplugs. it's it's crazy. it's It's crazy brutal man it's just like uh sonic warfare if you 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 love music you love your ears yeah and you destroy them
3: yeah yeah it's stupid
0: Do you think this is a generational thing that, that the new generation of clubbers just expect to, to have this, this physical onslaught of music when they Sorry, go up? You have to speak louder, she's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I, I don't know, I actually I never thought about it, but from a promoting sex standpoint, that's like something that's really, really important to me, because yeah, if the sound is just too loud, like sometimes I feel like the trembling in my body, and it's like so not convenient at all, and yeah, that's it's um, f- yeah I I can't really enjoy it and actually it's funny because at our last event um, also a team member Radboud he was performing and initially I thought the sound was too soft but then he said no because he's quite firm. Like, I want it this way and it's mm-hmm. going to be this way. And actually what happened is that people were so much more focused into yeah. listening to the music. Silent. And yeah. it was actually, I thanked him. I said, wow, this is really great. You showed me that by putting the sound softer, it made the whole experience much better. So, right.
3: yeah. It is it, in, a, in a way, music is like making love, you know? And nobody likes to just bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> no, no. Some people it's a do. generational yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, but some people do. But I like softness. You know,
0: it's a more mature way of doing things, perhaps. Ah, yes. Um, you were out of out of the off the scene. <laughs> Is that right? You were off the scene from from the late 80s until which scene? I was not of my right. scene. Good question. Good question. <laughs> um, you were not touring. You were not uh, performing as Qi or Qi Factory um, for nearly thirty years. Is that right? As Qi, yes. Okay. Yeah. But you were performing uh, as uh, as uh, with other projects.
3: Yeah. A lot. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but I was also away for ten years.
0: Okay. And you were living as a monk. Is that right?
3: Some people say this. <laughs> I lived in a cave for for, for months. No. Many times. Where? In Patmos.
0: In Greece. Where, where Greece. Okay.
3: Actually, that was very important because I went there after a the tour that was I was completely fucked up on cocaine and drugs and everything and, and there I ended up in this cave. Somebody showed it to me. I spent weeks and I started hearing sound in the night and I thought I was going crazy. I was, uh, I was drinking to get drunk to not hear it, I heard it louder. And actually, that's how it, I started making ambient. Back home, I hear this sound, so this is the monk period. Right, I yeah. see. <laughs> and for a time, I didn't want to be in the industry.
0: Okay. So. And, and now you've come back. Do you, do you feel like you've been in, like, in a time capsule or something like that? And, and now, like, social media is so important, and I don't no, know.
3: No, 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 I was not so far away. But. <laughs> Damn!
0: <laughs> From story, that was I was, was really part good, uh, no of, well. the,
3: of the trip hop scene in the ah, okay. late, late 90s. Right? Okay. I was called the Flying Dutchman. Mm-hmm. I toured a lot. And these albums are still out. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And, then, and then later I did the New Moon Lab uh, in, improvisation uh, sessions. I played with some legends in those days: uh, Tony Allen, uh, John Hestel. Uh, nice people.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Rod, you've been busy as well recently. I mean, your last album was out on Trezor That's which right. is. A, a legendary name in, in yeah. techno, especially in Europe um, and well, in Germany and Berlin, and, and the names that have produced on Trezor are quite something. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like a kind of like a responsibility to, to make a certain type of sound or well, um, a certain type of record? Uh,
2: it's kind of uh, it's a little
0: bit out of my comfort zone,
2: that's for sure. I mean, it's like uh, 140, 150 beats per minute. You know, I guess it, it started, um, I've gotten to be friends with Dimitri uh, Hageman over the last few years and uh you know he he was working on having people from berlin collaborate with people from uh detroit like this berlin detroit thing and um he he set up uh he set this thing up with myself and tv victor to to work on some uh um stuff together and basically um you know when it was done he thought it was too soft and it was too uh Slow again, again was like, yeah, yeah, keeps happening. it's like you know, slower, you know, and uh, he really didn't like it, really. And um, so uh, I, I kind of like went into the studio for two weeks and I just thought, yeah, I'm gonna give you fast and hard. That's what I thought. Like, I, I, I didn't know if I'd even give the tracks to him or whatever, but it was almost like a personal challenge. I thought, you know, let me let me try this, you know, and uh, you know, that's that's
0: that's what became the new album, really. And you've put it out under your own name. I mean, yeah. is, is that because it's you want to separate it a little from Deep Chord? Do you feel this is more personal? Well, you know, that was actually... Uh,
2: I, I I do agree, but it was actually Trezor's idea to do that. They they kind of thought, like, it's not a Deep Chord record. This is something else. You know, it's a new uh, new direction or whatever. And, um, you know, so they they suggested to me that we, we put it out under something different. So know? it's called Model. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, under, it's under my name, which is, you know, that hasn't been done in, like, Twenty years, like some ambient music, like twenty years ago, uh, on some small labels. But you know, they liked the idea, and I thought, well, I, I'm really out of my like uh, security zone with this. I should one, listen I? to that. One. Yeah, I, don't I didn't. Know. You might be, feel like doing, maybe make you do cocaine again, again. <laughs>
3: no, no, sometimes when I want it hard you can tell yeah, them yeah.
2: you like it hard baby yeah right then you, then you get exactly. it hard exactly <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's it's like I said it's a little bit out of my, outside of my security uh, sa- safety zone or whatever with this one we'll see what happens you know the response has been pretty good and hey uh, yeah, we'll see you know I, I, I don't know it's a funny thing like I didn't know if any I didn't even know if they would really like it or anything you know it's just a experiment and it's kind of it seems like it's going all right you know now i'm getting requests to do this like um you know this booking agent is getting requests like uh well we want him to play the new album not deep chord stuff we want to do like Ooh. 150 beat per <laughs> minute you know and i don't know how i'm going to do that you know i have to figure that out you know <laughs> well because i don't know i don't have that you know i don't we'll see we'll figure it uh, yeah you can you can you can Play drums. a good plan. And no, no, no. play the drums. You sit
3: on a big sofa yeah. with a cigar, are oh, you don't smoke yeah, any yeah, anymore yeah. anyway, and you have these three young guys with laptops yeah. working for you. But yeah. you are there and you tell them
0: Faster. Faster. <laughs> faster. <laughs> yeah. faster. That would be a great uh, <laughs> Well, it's, n- it's not going to be very fast tonight, no. I think. Um, you wait. And so, <laughs> so how's it going to go? Um, you're g- you're going to open Van with yes. a with an ambient set, okay, um, and and then you two will be improvising together for the first time. Is that correct? Correct. Have you been? Have you made? Have you been able to make plans for this? He made some plans. Okay. He, he made has some to. plans. <laughs>
3: he, very, very he has to make plans because yeah. Yeah. he has to prepare samples, I loops. I don't have a guitar. And I just listen to what he does, and I I hope he surprises me. I hope I surprise him.
0: Absolutely. The I mean the opportunities to listen to ambient sets uh, in Barcelona. I mean there are some, but we don't have like the traditional chill out room that I think in clubs or festivals you might have had in the past. Um, How do you think that like an ambient set can compete with like a a dance floor playing all the hits? You know,
3: cannot compete.
0: It doesn't. It's hard to sell drinks to these people we who are sitting around. We don't compete. Mm. It's something. Thom- but I mean, someone has to choose to either come here tonight or go to a party. You know. I mean, yeah. ha, what? Why would you say? Why would you recommend people come to your set instead of? I would of say, go? don't compete. Okay.
3: Just <laughs> offer the good shit. Uh huh. And if they like the good shit, they're welcome, and that's not competing. Absolutely. So I'm glad you guys are doing this here. It's mm-hmm. offering the opportunity for people to chill.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. If you want to
3: compete, you lose yourself.
0: And I think maybe the yeah the the opportunity to chill is pretty important as these days we're all like kind of rushed off our feet, uh, you know, with a million different things to do. Um, Mm. But yeah, I want to say thanks very much for for you all coming down. Really uh, um, looking forward to. To all like every aspect of tonight <laughs> because I've seen how it's shaping up, um, and yeah. So if you want to follow um, our guests uh, in their way, uh, Van, um, can you l- let us know your your social media or internet or site? Or oh yeah,
1: like well thank you. Um, Isotope. Nl or mm-hmm. Facebook, all social channels. You can follow our events.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. More, plenty more events coming up in the near future I imagine
1: um, yes yes so uh, apart from this tour we're also uh, doing uh, quite an exciting festival in the desert of uh, Morocco and uh, is it's, go- it's, it's going to, to be um, are <laughs> you? <laughs> no, no. What's yeah. going on awkward <laughs> <laughs>
3: this was a joke yeah. I know why
1: but uh, yeah, I mean, th- yeah, I that's gonna be uh, also like a yeah, a really yeah, a big step to something unknown, but therefore super exciting with Absolutely. artists like playing uh, music that are adapting to the environment. So yeah,
0: cool. It sounds amazing. And and how about you, Rod? How do you how do you engage with with your followers?
1: Yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> you no, know, I'm not very good at that. Really. Okay, you know, I guess Facebook, or, uh-huh, or whatever, but. Uh,
0: yeah. That's deep code, right? The, the yeah, name I of your think page? I'm kind of
2: a little bit uh, n- 1985 in terms of like te- the technical thing. You know, I don't do a lot of social media. I don't really, you know.
1: I, I couldn't find you on but- on WhatsApp yeah. either. Yeah, <laughs> I need to. I
2: need to no. do better. With, everybody tells me I need to do better with this, but uh, you don't need to do nothing. I don't I have my email popping up on my phone, and I don't. You're uh, blessed. You, know, you live in I Canada. Check it, <laughs> I check it twice a day, <laughs> and uh, see what's there and write and answer people, but. Uh, I guess Facebook is probably the best, but... Um, but yeah, I would encourage bad. people
0: to go out and listen to Captagon, which is the, the, the album on Treasure. That's where you're going to get the, the true essence, or the new essence of Rod Modell, at the very least. Um, and how, and um, you've, been, you've got a, quite a few releases um, that have been out in the last couple of years, haven't you, Hanyo? On um, Astral Industries. Uh, in, in three years, uh, six,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, that oh. I was connected to.
0: Okay, so definitely go out and check them. Do you use social media? Yes. Okay. How can people find you?
3: Uh, I wouldn't encourage people to find me.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, it's been a real pleasure, and I'm going to leave you to set up your show. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. you. Nice
1: uh, questions. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs)